Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky, a podcast that is not just information, but impartation and activation. This podcast offers supernatural conversations that will encourage and equip you to live the Spirit-empowered life. Fireborn Ministries exists to see Jesus awaken this generation to the power of the Holy Spirit. Listen in to this powerful and encouraging conversation and share this episode of Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. And welcome to another adventure in the Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Jared Lasky. I want to encourage you guys. I have a free PDF available for you, five prophetic activations, but I'm also putting in another free download for you called Your Heart Motivation to Prophesy. So those are two free downloads available for you on the podcast description right here on Apple, on Spotify, some other places. Now, however, if you're listening to this on other podcast platforms the link they just don't have the link but you could go to my website or email me info at firebornministries.com to receive those two free downloads prophetic activations and your heart motivation to prophesy but guys i'm so excited for my very special guest today i've had her on before on season one talking about the prophetic and today we're talking about dreams prophetic dreams jennifer evas is a prophetic minister She's the best-selling author, a minister, international conference speaker, and she hosts the very popular podcast, Take 10 with Jen, and she's got this new book called Awaken the Dreamscape. So please help me welcome Jennifer Evaz to Adventures in the Spirit. Welcome, Jen. Hi, Jared. How are you? I'm really glad to be back. Thank you. Well, it's an honor. It's a pleasure to have you on, Jen. But we haven't talked. I haven't had you on this podcast in since 2020 you were episode 55 uh and 2020 was quite the year but jen what has god been doing in you you and your ministry since well um i you know the lord just spoke to me that i need to start doing some prophetic ministry in australia so i took uh the COVID years and i got all set up and ready to go um i have a team out there i have paid staff out there and we are now doing these conferences, uh, Seers and Dreamers gatherings. Uh, we're equipping in the prophetic. And uh, that worked out for me. Um, it, it's just running really well. I'm still doing a lot of prophetic ministry here in the States. Um, I'm also really focusing on healing and evangelism and discipleship, online discipleship. I have a really large uh, online discipleship group. And then our church is going like like gangbusters. I mean, we've been popping out campuses and things have gone really well for us. So I feel like God has blessed us and I'm I'm very happy with the progress. Amen. Well, you've got this new book that you've just released, Awaken the Dreamscape. Uh, I am on chapter 10. I'm devouring this book. As soon as I got it, I opened up the package, started reading it like crazy. I love it because Uh, It was through dreams that God started speaking to me at the age of 12 and 13, even though at the time I didn't really personally know Jesus as well as I should have. Uh, I was kind of in a cessationist church for for my teen years. So a pastor had said, God doesn't speak like that. But I was like, but he is. And these things are happening. And at the time, I didn't know what to do with dreams until I was about 18, 19, and then sold out for Jesus. But Jen, can you share, uh, awaken the dreamscape and how God spoke to you uh, and you started growing in interpreting dreams? Sure. Well, first, I want to highlight that what happened to you, God speaking to you in dreams before you even knew him, that happens to people. Mm-hmm. And it, that's that's one of the points I make in the book is that um, we don't have an interpreter or as 
as a, a westernized, more of a Western-minded church, um, not all of the churches that way, we haven't really been taught this language. And uh, once we do, we'll be able to help people such as yourself with dreams and be able to interpret them. And there's such an aha moment that it hits the sweet spot. It brings them to God. And that is a very typical thing that happens. So I want the church to be activated for that purpose. And then what happened with me with with dreams? Well, that's quite a story, actually. Um, I've had I've had dreams, you know, just like yourself uh, off and on uh, some that I really did know was God, a whole bunch of them that were God. I didn't know were God and that I ignored. And what happened was that really awakened dreams like on a whole nother level in my life was on on the heels of a spiritual attack. I was pregnant with my daughter. And in the middle of that pregnancy, it seemed like my imagination went dark. I don't know how to explain that. You have to kind of live through it. But we think a lot in pictures. And yep. that part of me just dimmed out. And then I noticed um, there was definitely no dreaming. And then I couldn't sleep at all as a pregnant person. I was like, I couldn't sleep for so many days at a time. It was almost unreal. I realize now that that was supernatural because you can't stay awake that many days, but I did as a pregnant woman. And so I went to my doctor because I started having, um, uh, I started having a labor, you know, labor pains and stuff uh, too early. And so she put me on some medication, which helped me to get four to five hours of sleep a night. That was it. Um, but thankfully, my daughter was, uh, she was birthed at full term. Um, I did have a C-section. And then uh, they put me on some medication for the pain, which, you know, wasn't like, I wasn't, I was just taking the dose that they gave me, nothing more than that, just very standard procedure. And so a couple of weeks after I gave birth to her, um, I had this nightmare. And in that nightmare, I dreamt that I was addicted to painkillers. Mm -hmm. And um, and that wasn't accurate. It wasn't true at all. And my mind started doing really strange stuff. Um, I went back into that insomnia again because it, I recovered once I had the baby. And uh, I went right back into that insomnia again. And then I started having panic attacks. There was no dreams. My imagination was darkened. And I was like that for a couple of years. I went on medication thinking it was postpartum stuff. Um, and it turned out, you know, after I had a, just a massive panic attack and I couldn't even work hardly, um, I had a friend, um, she sent me uh, by text, she sent me a, a, a vision that she had. And she said that I was in your front yard, I was pouring oil in your front yard, and I was telling a mind bending spirit to leave. Mm -hmm. And I know the nature of visions. And I said, well, you need to do what you saw in the vision. And when she did that, my mind came back together within a few hours. And I went back to the doctor and he took me off my medication, you know, weaned me off my medication within about three weeks, which is unheard of. Mm. And then um, I started to dream again. And I was like, wow, it's been so long since I've dreamt. Um, and I started noticing there was a prophetic quality to it. I would dream something at night and it would happen the next day. So I started writing them down. And but I didn't quite know. Um, how to how to interpret the dreams. Some of the dreams, if I didn't understand them, I just assumed, presumed that they weren't from God. I, I thought that if I didn't understand them, they weren't from God. I didn't know how to dig at them. I didn't know how to how to excavate them. And then um, as I started to uh, really emerge as a prophetic voice, um, people started seeking me out for ministry. Um, there was a very uh, well-known uh, minister, uh, a media minister, and, and he invited me to interpret a dream. And I gave him my opinion on what the dream should mean. And he said, that's not it. 
And I was really embarrassed. I was really challenged because I realized that I didn't know how to interpret dreams. And so that led me to study dream interpretation, the process, the symbols. And it just really, something in my world just woke up. Um, you know, and it's been a journey. It's been a growing journey. Um, being in Australia, that's a whole dream culture there. And that has been something like, like we're going after it over there. Amen. And so, yeah. Well, Jen, can you share? Uh, so I guess two things, because you did mention Australia and I'm really, I would love for my listeners to know what kind of a culture they are with dreams, as you mentioned in your book. But um, before you answer that, can you tell us what, what are the three main sources of dreams? Well, main sources, I would say um, God, uh, he can definitely speak to you in dreams. And then also Satan can be a source of your dreams as well. And then sometimes just our flesh and our soul. Um, I've known some dreams to have a little bit of a mix of a couple items. And if you have the gift of discerning spirits, you can sort through that. I noticed during COVID, um, I noticed that dreams were very much mixed and I, I would actually consult with people. Okay, let's sort through this. What's God? What's the devil? What's confusion in the atmosphere? Um, but I don't think uh, life is like that all the time. I think it's usually more cut and dry. Um, but there are seasons such as during COVID where there's high emotions, high intensity. Things can be a little bit mixed up between um, all the elements and we have to we have to get some counsel and not just presume one thing. Um, so that's, you know, to answer that question. Uh, so I advise people, you know, you need to ask for the gift of discerning spirits because you got to discern yeah. your dreams as well. Um, I have a different book that addresses that. But uh, as far as Australia is concerned, you know, I, I was invited to do a prayer conference on my way to uh, a conference uh, uh, in Thailand. And uh, on my way into Australia, I got very, very ill. And I discerned that this has nothing to do with Thailand. I would think it would be about Thailand because Thailand's, you know, a lot of spiritual activity. And the, it was all about Australia. This battle um, basically almost took my breath away. I'm in the emergency room, can't breathe at all. Um, this is before COVID. And so they wouldn't have diagnosed it as that, you know. And I was in bed for five straight days before going to a, a major conference, a major overseas trip. Come on. Um, and that's not like me at all. And so I started researching the area and I realized that there was an ancient deity there, came in in the onset with the indigenous. And um, this deity had invaded their world through the realm of dream and visions that, that uh, I discovered sits over that land. It hovers over that land, kind of like what you read in the book of Daniel. Daniel seemed to just kind of enter into the realm of visions like it was right there, right in front of him. Uh, if you read the language in the book of Daniel, it, it just, it's almost like he would just open his eyes and look. Okay, and you say, well, that's just because he was a prophet. Well, that was part of it. The other part of it, it was right there um, in his realm. And I noticed that in Australia, being an outsider, I could pick it up. Um, when you live there, it's kind of a detached familiar out, familiarity with that realm. Yeah. And also, um, there's a lot of, uh, it, it's, been, it's been polluted with uh, some of the false beliefs and false um false idolatry, you know, some of those structures. And I believe God is cleaning it up. He's given it back to his church. Nations can be saved in a day, but we need the dream realm to do it. And so he's given it back to his church so his church can run with it again. And so um, that's what I found discovered in Australia. And I'm like, do you guys know what you have here? Do you have any idea? And so I feel like I'm in the 
onset. It's been a long journey figuring it out, but I'm in the onset of educating and educating that side of the world. And this book is part of it. Amen. Well, I, I love that. So thank you so much for sharing that. In your book, Awaken the Dreamscape, you give different types of dreams, like you, about warning dreams. Mm -hmm. If if someone wakes up from a, a dream from God and it was a warning, what are some of the steps that they should do? Well, first of all, don't be afraid. Um, you know, our natural emotional reaction is to be fearful and presume it's going to happen. No, if God gives you a heads up in a dream, it's so that you can pray because God partners with you. Uh, he doesn't work outside of his church. He doesn't work outside of the faith of his church. Watch my niece at that, you know. Um, and and God works with you and he's partnering with you to pray. Matthew chapter six says, you know, we're to pray for his kingdom to come, his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven, inferring that things aren't done if we don't pray it in. So he will tell you that, hey, um, we've got a situation up ahead. Um, uh, you need to pray into it, pray my promises, and he's going to work with you to get the very best outcome possible um, and, and probably most likely avert the situation. Um, and warnings have different levels to it. I'll just throw this in. They have different levels to, to them. Some of them are uh, life and death. Okay. And, you know, and they really jolt us. Others are more, Hey, there's a warning about something in your business. I had one last night. I was yelling at people in a certain part of our organization for being disorganized. I was yelling. Okay. <laughs> yelling. And I, no, let me add to that. I was yelling and I was abusing them verbally <laughs> for being disorganized. Now, would I ever do that in real life? No. Okay. But it alerted me that, Hey, there's um, an area of the ministry that needs to have some things addressed. Okay. And so that's God's warning. This is heads up, you know, <laughs> so he'll, he'll give us various layers. So I I'm praying into it already. And then I'm just seeking him. Okay. I need something tangible so that I can, I can address this. Yeah, amen. What, what do people do with dreams that repeat, like the dream repeats itself or they've had it multiple times in a span of weeks or months? Okay, this is very common for people to experience um, the repeating dream. It has a several several reasons uh, why it's repeating. But the the main thing that you want to get out of that is if a dream is repeating, is it's trying to get your attention. Now again, you want to discern the source. Um, dreams can act like seeds uh, that create something. So the dream realm has a very highly creative element to it. That's sometimes, I believe, why God will give you a dream about something because that's the only way he's going to get it birthed is through the dream realm where we're not blocking it out. Uh, our logic, our rational mind is not blocking it out. And so he can get the seed of it into our hearts and, and get it germinating properly. Um, Satan will attempt to do that as well. And so you have to discern the source of it and know uh, the scripture that whatever God has not planted, um, he's going to uproot it. OK, and so uh, we discern the source of it. But as far as God is concerned, um, there's a couple things that will happen is if something needs to happen in your life that needs, uh, you know, that that needs your attention. He's he wants a certain certain dream, vision, ministry, business, uh, family. You know, you might you might see that you you're getting married and you're going to have children and you keep dreaming about it over and over again. Well, I really believe God is putting that seed into you 
and putting that into you and beginning the process of creating that in your natural world. Um, sometimes it has to do with things going on with you emotionally that need to be resolved. And God's in that. Okay. And you'll dream something out. Maybe it's negative or, or you'll see certain strange um, uh, symbols in they'll be in every one of your dreams, even though the dream is not always about that. Well, there's something in there that's at play that you need to figure out. Why do I keep seeing that particular symbol in every dream I have, or most dreams I have, even though it's not, the dream is not about that. Okay. Um, it could, for, for my situation, because I come from a deeply occultic background, um, for me, I, I would have nightmares, just reoccurring nightmares. There's always, there was always a violence in my dreams, high levels of violence. It didn't matter what the dream was about. It was always very violent. If I was in spiritual warfare, I was cutting off demonic heads. You know, I, mean, I was like, yeah. I was like burning and, and crushing and, you know, doing very violent acts toward demons. Okay. Um, or I was seeing very violent things happen. Um, uh, you know, or I was, I was remembering things in dreams. So those were, those are all saying, Jennifer, we need to resolve this. That's why it's on repeat. You got to pay attention to it. Okay. So you have to, you have to pay attention to it. There's a reason why you're having it. And, um, you know, when you stop having that dream, that means it's resolved. Amen. You also talk about deja vu, which uh, I, I agree with how you define deja vu, but can you define that for us compared to what most people think deja vu is? Okay. So um, most people consider it a new age term. It's actually a, a French word and, you know, it's, it's has to do with uh, been, having been there before. Okay. Yep. And so that's what it has to do with. And all of us, I think 99% of us have experienced that where you're just going, going about your day and all of a sudden you uh, have this moment and you pause and you're like, I've, I remember doing this before. I've done this before. And the question is, why do we have that experience? And there's some theories out there. Um, and I believe it starts with the book that God wrote on your life before you got here. Psalm 139, 16, King David discovered that, and you know, that there was a book and he wrote about it. He says, uh, you know, that God wrote down every day of your life before you got here. Okay. And I believe God wants to fulfill the number of your days the way that he intended. We all have a free will. Um, doesn't mean that, you know, not everybody fulfills those plans, but it doesn't mean God doesn't have them. Right. So, um, what I believe happens is it starts there. And then in the process of you living out your life, God begins to seed those plans into your dreams. Um, because our day begins with, with our nights, you know, it's like Hebrew, Hebrew timing there and our days begin with our nights. And so God will seed what needs to happen in your day. He'll seed it into your dreams at night. You may or may not remember that. But what you do remember is that you've been there before. And so that tells me that you're on track. You're on track. You're aligned. Uh, you're in the right timing. And uh, it's it's not a new age thing. It's just um, it's just a dynamic that our spirit has been there before. And, you know, and suddenly we've aligned to something that God has designed for us. And that could be it could be really significant. Or it could be really just kind of mundane. But you just you just know, like, I've done this before. Yeah. So can we also, about dreams, can we dream within a dream or have a vision within a dream? Yeah, visions within a dream, dreaming within a dream. Um, I see those as a couple different things. Okay, so dreaming within a dream um, that 
that to me, and I'm open to different different opinions on this, that to me is like a double confirmation. Um, it's almost the same as a repeat dream. And so that means pay attention. This is like, it, it's going to happen or um, uh, pay attention to this. You know, you need to, you, you need to look at this. You need to do something with this. So it's like, it's a, a strengthening of, you know, what the information is. Um, the vision within the dream, again, going back to Daniel, um, Daniel, he would have visions within dreams. And I've tried um, my best to language, like, what is that? There's the dreams and then there's the visions within dreams. And that's that coming out of that realm that I mentioned, that realm of visions and dreams, that highly creative realm where, um, uh, you know, prophetic utterances about nations go forth, nations get saved, you know, as a result of that. Visions within dreams are, I believe, the highest form of prophetic dream that you can have. Mm. And I also um, believe, I heard this as a prophetic word, that God's going to invade our dreams more and more with that kind of, that kind of activity. Um, a lot of people will experience this in that waking time where you're asleep and you're awake at the same time. That realm that many of us, we can identify that. We can say, I, I know that realm. Um, and a lot of times those visions within dreams will come during that time. You can hear God's voice and prophesy. Every person with the spirit of God living in them can be used by God for entry level prophecy. Entry level prophecy is the starting point of an incredible adventure in hearing God's voice and prophesying. Prophecy encourages, comforts, and edifies people. And our heart is to equip and educate you to hear God and prophesy, walking it out as a lifestyle. And that's why we created Entry-Level Prophecy eCourse on CharismaCourses.com. Through this powerful eCourse, you will be equipped to hear God and to prophesy. You will gain the necessary biblical understanding needed to take a step of faith and speak what you hear God saying to see people encouraged, comforted, and edified. In this course, you'll learn about the fruit of the Spirit, the character traits of God, how to receive and deliver a prophecy, how to judge a prophecy, and what foundation you need to prophesy, and what heart motivations are necessary to prophesy. When you enroll in this e-course, you'll also have access to bonus materials and our live coaching sessions. Go to charismacourses.com to purchase entry-level prophecy and learn how to hear God's voice and prophesy. Amen. Well, Jen, can you share with us what people can do to activate more dreams in their life and how to interpret them? Well, I found that what you focus on, what you steward um, is going to wake up in you. This book, you read this book, you're going to start dreaming that I know um, just because there's such a prophetic quality on it. It's going to wake up. That's the whole intent of the book is to wake up your dreaming. Um, I also would suggest highly that you steward the dreams, meaning uh, that even if you don't know what it means, uh, write it down. And some people, they use a little recorder. Um, I have a notes section in my phone that I just habitually, I will write the dream down the moment I have it. I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I just realize, oh, I had a dream. And I have learned to discipline myself to write it down right there. Um, sometimes it's a little messy because it's the middle of the night and I just woke up. But, um, and I've also found dreams in my notes section that I forgot I had. You know, and I'm like, oh, I'm so glad, you know, I wrote it down. I forgot by the time I woke up in the morning, you know, but I wrote it down. And that's basically what you're saying is, um, you know, this is important. 
and you're stewarding it. And then I would take it to the Lord in prayer and say, I don't really understand this, um, or I understand a couple pieces of this. Can you show me what this means? Or I do understand this, and I realize I need to pray into something, and take some time uh, to pray pray into it. The, the realm of dreams, okay? Your young men are going to have visions. Your old men are going to have dreams. We know that, Joel 2 and Acts 2. Uh, it has to do with the process of maturity. Dreams are not literal usually. They're symbolic. The language is uh, a higher language. You know, God said that I, you know, my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. But he's inviting us into his higher ways and thoughts. And I believe that everything is driven by language. And so we got to understand this higher language that's happening in our dreams to live the high life. And so that's something that you you really want to consider. Don't dismiss your dreams. Um, vision, language of vision is a little bit more simplistic. Um, it's for the less less mature. It's not, you know. It's not a negative. It's just, you know, your young men are going to have visions. Your old men are going to have dreams because older men, older people have matured in the ways of God and in the ways God speaks. So we want to get there. We want to learn the language. Amen. Well, Jen, thank you so very much for being on Adventures in the Spirit. Can you pray for our viewers, our listeners to have an activated dream life, to draw near to Jesus and grow in maturity? Sure. Um, what I really feel right now is I need to pray for those who are having nightmares and are not sleepy. Yeah. That's an attack on your dreams. It's it's a key area of language. Satan hates hates it when you dream um, because, uh, you know, he can't, he can't stop what's going to happen once you dream it. So, so anyway, so Lord Jesus, I just pray for every individual who is struggling to sleep at night. They're having night terrors. They're not sleeping or they're not dreaming or even worse, Lord, there's just a, a, a very bad uh, spiritual battle happening and it is taking place at night. And I take authority over every demon spirit trying to attack uh, your dreams, your dreaming, your sleep. And I bind you, Satan. I command you to leave people's yeah. sleep alone. Lord, you gave us a clear promise that you give your beloved sleep. I pray that the enemy not find us at night and that our sleep would be sweet in Jesus' name. Let them dream. Let them dream the dreams of God. Amen. Amen. Let them dream the dreams of God. Jen, what is the best way for people to get uh, purchase a copy of your book and get more information about you? Sure. You can go to jenniferevaz.com. It's just spelled just like my name right there. And um, you can uh, purchase it. Uh, hit, click the shop tab and you can get it from Australia or you can get it from the USA. Or you can go to any, um, any retail outlet that sells books. Amen. And to make it convenient, if people are listening on Apple or Spotify or some other podcast platforms, I have an affiliate link to the, the book, Awaken the Dreamscape as well, which will take you to your Amazon store uh, to purchase that copy. Jen, thank you so very much for being my special guest on Adventures in the Spirit. And guys, I wanna encourage all of you to share this episode with dreamers and visionaries and leaders in the body of Christ in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for listening to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky, a podcast that activates you to live the supernatural life. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and share it with your friends. Leave a five-star rate and review, which helps us reach more people with the love and power of the Holy Spirit and partner with us at firebornministries.com. And may you live your best spirit-empowered life and have your own adventures in the Holy Spirit.